This is Mastering Menopause. By using fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset, you can master your hormones and get your body back. I'm Kathy Cote with Catalyst Fitness and Nutrition. Let's get into it. Today, I'm going to be talking about protein and why it's so important for women as they are going through perimenopause or menopause. Being a woman in midlife means that you are way more likely to be losing muscle than you are to be gaining it. And as we get older, we don't have the same level of muscle protein synthesis that we once did. So we actually require more protein, especially during menopause, where we have that decline in estrogen and then the increase in cortisol. We're also experiencing a decrease in growth hormone and testosterone, and that's accelerating our muscle loss. Since most women don't have a lot of muscle mass to start with, it's crucial at this point in time in your life to ensure that you're getting more than just adequate amounts of protein. Maybe you're somebody who's always dieting or you are incorporating fasting. You're not giving yourself a chance to eat enough protein, let alone enough calories. You can't gain muscle or prevent muscle loss on lower calories or chronically being in a negative energy balance. And as you lose more and more muscle, especially past 40 years old, your metabolism slows down. And that's when we start to become more frail and more prone to injury. So how much protein does a woman in menopause need? We're going to go off of a 150-pound woman, and we're going to calculate her protein needs to be at 0.7 to 1.0 pounds of body weight, and we're going to use that as a range. So 0.7 of 150 is 105 grams of protein. That breaks down to about 35 grams per meal. And then if you calculate the body weight times 1.0, that's 150 grams of protein per day, and that's 50 grams per meal. So you might be thinking that there's no way that you can eat that much protein, but yes, you can, but more importantly, you should. And I'm going to tell you exactly how. Most of my clients need help with this at first. You're basically trading in your carbs for protein. And while we have an almost unlimited supply and access to convenient carb sources like chips, crackers, cookies, breads, pastas, and alcohol, it's not as readily available or convenient for protein sources. And those are a little bit harder to find. And in fact, you need to make some effort. And this is what I help my clients with. So we're going to try and shift you from having your soup and salad for lunch to incorporating more protein, not skipping your breakfast and having a little bit more protein at each meal. Here are some examples of lean protein sources. These are going to be mostly protein. Things like tuna, plain non-fat Greek yogurt, low-fat or fat-free cottage cheese, chicken, the white meat, nothing with the skin, and lean beef, and also the same for white meat turkey, no, none of that skin, shrimp, scallops, uh, a lot of the seafoods, tofu, you can do turkey bacon, you can do uh, whey protein as well, and then some higher fat protein sources are going to be most of the cuts of the beef and the pork, you have chicken thighs, you have cheeses, whole milk yogurt, the fattier fishes like salmon and sardines, chia seeds, whole eggs, nuts, 
and bacon. So if you were to try and get 35 grams of protein per meal at that lower range, so you're shooting for that 100, um, 100 grams of protein, you could do two pouches of tuna at 30 grams. You could do six ounces of a chicken breast for 37 grams of protein. You could do six ounces of salmon for 36 grams. You can do a scoop of protein powder with some non-fat Greek yogurt for 37 grams. Obviously, it would depend on the protein powder that you get. Most protein powders are between 20 and 25 grams. And then if you were trying to shoot for 50 grams of protein or 150 grams of protein per day, we could do two cans of tuna in like one of those high fiber protein wraps. That would be 49 grams of protein. You could do eight ounces of chicken breast for 50 grams. You could do seven and a half ounces of salmon for 54 grams. You could do one and a half servings of that non-fat Greek yogurt with a scoop of the protein powder for 47 grams. Or you could do six whole eggs with bacon and cheese for 49 grams. So I know it sounds like a lot of food. It's just a matter of reframing because I think sometimes people have no problem having a sleeve of Oreos. You know, that's going to be just as many carbs as it would be protein grams. But carbs are just way easier to eat. And um, that's one of the benefits of protein is it's actually going to make you feel full. So when you first try incorporating more protein into your diet, you are going to feel full because it's just a different way of eating. And the carbs are just, you know, very readily digested and they don't last very long. So you just, you get a little bit of that energy rush from the carbs and then whatever you don't use for energy, then that gets stored as fat. So this is why we kind of want to incorporate more protein over those carb sources. We're going to kind of crowd out the carb sources. So protein is super important for your muscle building. It is essential, more essential than carbohydrates, I would argue. So yes, carbohydrates are essential, but you could technically live without carbs. It wouldn't be comfortable, but you could live without carbs. So getting in the protein, that protein is going to contribute to the muscles that you have on your body. And that's what we really want to focus on. So once my clients start consistently hitting their protein goals, they actually start losing weight, increasing their muscle. And that is exactly what we want to do when we are in menopause. So ladies, don't be afraid to incorporate that protein. It is going to do your body so much more good and it's going to lead to a quality of life. If you have any questions or need some more ideas about how to incorporate more protein, then shoot me a message. I'd be more than happy to answer your questions. I am starting a five-day protein challenge this week, but you can definitely do this on your own. All you're going to do is record how much protein that you're eating each week, or I mean each day, sorry. So what you could do is you can download the free app called MyFitnessPal and that's going to help you keep track of your protein grams or you could just do it manually, take a look at the the packages or you could look up the values online. You can even ask Google like how many grams of protein are in a chicken breast. So there's um, different ways that you could do that. All you're going to do is just keep track of how many grams of protein that you're having per day and see if you are actually getting close to those goals. 
So give it a shot and let me know how you do. I look forward to talking to you next week.